O-M-A-Y. There's a reason why Dr. Tanya DeSano is the coolest dentist in America. Um, one of the reasons is, is that, well, the main reason is, is that uh, she's probably the only dentist I've ever met that says, you know what, you're going to have candy on Halloween, you're going to have candy on Easter, you know, d- d- do it in moderation and, and d- d- don't don't neglect yourself from having candy. That's really cool. Well, there's just logic you have to put behind it. So we um, we we really dread the Hallow- the Monday after concept for Halloween and Easter. Those are the two two big candy holidays, and they're all about candy for the kids you know there's the meaningful part of these um the easter holiday but there's not a lot of meaningful issues with halloween so it's just strict candy you know i always term it um you know we have easter upon us here and i always have this terrible three concept and so what i do with parents when i talk to them in the office um you know, we really don't have this bad attitude about sweets. We're just trying to look out for the teeth. So we, you know, our patient smiles are super important and and sugar is one of the main causes of decay and cavities. So we try to recommend um, eating sweets in moderation. And um, we encourage avoiding, you know, candy that fall into Um, three categories that I've kind of put in my head a long time ago, the sticky and the gooey, the sweets and the sours, um, and then hard as a rock. So the sticky and the gooey would be particularly dangerous because it tends to get stuck in the tiny grooves and and crannies, the little grooves of your teeth that the toothbrush bristles can't access at when you brush. So it leaves that behind into the tooth. Um, And it makes it really hard to reach while brushing and flossing. So is the gooey gooey material sticks around you know the longer the teeth are exposed to the sugar and more likely cavities will follow so these are things like caramels and um, gummies gummy bears um, taffy state fair taffy if you are a Springfield listener Um, the sweets and the sours is the other category I remind parents about and you know not all not all damaging candy is super sweet, but the pucker-induced kind of candy, you know, those sours that you see, um, a lot of times they're gummy candies with like a sour coating on them. So those can be just as risky. The sweet and sour snacks um, contain sugar and acid, so you have the risk of sugar, but you always have to worry about the acid as well. So um, these cause acid erosion and it makes it bacteria easy to wiggle in and create cavities so and the other obvious one I just say uh, my little category is hard as a rock and I just term that like lollipops jawbreakers the things that take a long time to eat the things that sit in your mouth for a long time you know leaving basically leaving teeth exposed to sugar for a long time so the longer it's there the more chance there is for decaying cavities. So um, that's, you know, if you bite into it too soon, then you also risk the other part of fracturing your tooth off when you bite into the jawbreaker. How many teeth have I fixed from from that reason? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot. A lot. So I was just thinking, and um, this is a poll, and it is confirmed from Women's Day magazine and the staff at Prairie Dental Group, and they are the same answers. So, Chris, what do you think the top five Easter candies are for 2019? Oh, oh, 
I, I, I think I know number one because I think I did this bit before. But number one, I believe, is Reese's peanut butter eggs. Oh, that's five. That's, that's good. Five. That's, that's five. That's five. Yes. Oh, oh wow. Okay. I know. All right. All right. Well, peeps have got to be up there. Peeps. Yep. Peeps are number three. Number three. Okay. I need a little buzzer. Ding 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 yeah, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's, hmm. I didn't get the number one e- either. So. Uh, cho- solid chocolate bunny. Yeah. Four. A four. Okay, yeah. good. All right, all right. We're up there. You got Peeps, Bunny, and Peanut Butter Cups. You're missing number one and number two. You're oh, getting wow, there. Oh, wow, there. Wow, that's, oh, that's going to be tough. Oh, Cadbury Eggs. That's got to be up there. That's number that's, one. That's number one. Okay, yes. Yep, yep. and then, uh, uh, wow. I, I, uh, it's, two. it's so old school. Think old school. Oh, oh, the malted eggs? The, no. The, the, little, the little. Close. Yeah. Jelly beans. Jelly beans. Okay. Yeah. All right, okay, I good. miss jelly beans too. I'm like, duh. We don't think about those anymore because everybody's yeah. into the peeps and the chocolate and the eggs. You just don't think about the well, old yeah, and, fashioned and, jelly beans. And jelly beans had a resurgence in the 80s with Reagan, you know, because he loved the jelly bellies and that yes. kind of launched them. But then, now we don't, you know, I don't hear too much of craving about jelly bellies. I think everybody loves the peanut butter eggs. You yeah. Know? Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's so the we, yeah, we, we got the same answers. We just had the different orders as well. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, M&M's were the runner-up for number six, by the way. Oh, the, gotcha. the Easter M&M's, which I thought that would have been like Easter, like M&M's and jelly beans were my top two, I thought. But yeah. I'm not in the candy now because I try to like, it's one of those mental blocks, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I just thought that was really interesting. You're not going to like what's coming this summer. They have chocolate-infused marshmallows now for s'mores. You, oh. get, you can get marshmallows with chocolate inside the middle and uh, and, and cook those up. Oh Sit my gosh! So they're all in. It's like a little kit. You just you really use it no, in the no, fire. No, no, it's, it's it's yeah. Well, it's actually it's it, it's just a marshmallow. It's gonna be sold at Walmart. It's just a marshmallow with chocolate inside of it. Do you actually use them like s'mores? In, yeah, you can you, you can use that, or you can eat it plain. I guess you oh, know with the chocolate wow. infused in there. But yeah, you can just you can just melt the marshmallow, put your graham cracker, and your chocolates <laughs> inside the marshmallow. So yeah. honestly, I mean, we know what people think of. It's, <laughs> yeah, right. it's unbelievable. It also shows us how lazy we become. You know, it's like <laughs> you can't just, even put your s'more together by the fire. Yeah, really? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We can't even put the candy bar together. We oh. have chocolate infused marshmallows now. But wow. Anyway. Well, actually, that's one of my favorite things: is the marshmallows that are burnt. Yes, I know. I know. I you got to burn the. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them black. I can't know. believe I just admitted that, but that really do. Yeah, like I want that. them black. That's mm-hmm. the way I want them to. Just like light it on fire. Really and then... gooey in the middle and crunchy. Yep, exactly, I know. Yep. Everybody that's, thinks it's so gross. Nope, but... I love it. That's <laughs> but great. I wanted to bring up a couple other things. So I want it to be semi. Um, you know, I don't want to sound like you know the the evil candy woman here, but I just want this to be a little bit educational, a little bit informative, you know, a little take home message that helps people get through these kind of holidays. You know, the stickier candies do damage to teeth because they get stuck in the teeth. I mean, any candy that takes a long time to eat exposes your tooth to sugar longer. These are obvious things. Gummy candies are the worst. I mean, the acid, the sugar, the goo that sticks, it leaves behind a lot of problems. So I think those are also um, the worst because not only are they sweet and gooey and sticky, but they're the most acidic. So I think those are something for children just to be avoiding. And and the whole concept of the gummy vitamins at the stores make me insane oh, because yeah. you want to take those to be healthy, but they're just ruining your teeth. So that's a real problem. When And that's the whole market. You look at children's yeah. vitamins and... 90% of them are in gummy fashion. Yeah, what, so, what happened to Flintstones chewables? I mean, everybody, right. they, they, those those liked it. You know, they, they, I know, they're still there, but they don't just get the, the popularity anymore. Yeah. I do check those aisles out. I like to really 
I always check out the dental aisles at Target and things like that. I just like to see yeah. what the consumer is looking at. Sure, you know, exactly. I get tons of things like that in my office. Of course, I don't need to buy those things, and nor do my patients. We give patients toothbrushes and all the things they need to take care of their teeth until their next cleaning. Yeah. So we, our patients, we always tell them they don't ever have to shop in those aisles. They never have to buy anything. We like to control what they're using at home, so mm-hmm. we give it to them. Yeah. But I do like to find kind of what the the consumer looks at and how it's marketed to the consumer is also very important to me because not only do they have the choices but how are the companies pushing the choices to the consumer is also kind of interesting it is it is a lot about marketing you know i mean getting that getting here's the new thing you know like it was funny because i remember you talking about charcoal toothpaste you Mm -hmm. know the charcoal that you put on there still in the aisles Um, our old friend genevieve who was my morning show partner at nns back about nine eight nine years ago is at her station in nashville now and they did this as a video and it was hilarious (laughs) you know the 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 guys on the show brought in a magic light to use you know thinking it was, oh it was charcoal like gosh. charcoal lighting the grill and stuff it was pretty funny too we could do that on wns if you'd like Chris. yeah we would do that do yeah. a little yeah. science project um by the way there was a good thing coming on facebook real quick just not to digress too much but but there of a, of a dinosaur you know and, and and the caption was underneath as a mom i worry about my kids health that's why i give them flintstone chewables i thought that was great <laughs> That is good. That is good. So um, anyway, I just try to bring a little take-home message to our listening audience. I always try to, I I don't want to be the bad guy, but I like it to be informative, and I like people to have good messages. And one of those messages is there are are sweets that aren't terrible, people, really. Um, Dark chocolate. I want to take a minute and talk about dark chocolate because it's super underrated in my opinion. Um, Chocolate is actually good for your teeth. Properties in chocolate have been proven to be better than fluoride at strengthening enamel. And I can put this on the website for links and studies just to keep it 75% and above is the key. So I feel like, and I've been very successful with this, I've had a lot of parenting fails in my life, believe me. But one thing that I have really done is if you raise your kids on this bitter chocolate so their taste buds learn the difference and can appreciate the high-quality chocolate... It's all about your taste buds. So if that's the sweet that their taste buds are getting used to, that's what they know. Mm. But if you give them the sugary milk chocolate that doesn't have a lot of the cocoa in it, and um, it's different. You know, sometimes they'll just say, oh, this chocolate is yucky. You know, it doesn't taste right or whatever. My, my oldest daughter only eats dark chocolate. She does not like the milk chocolate at all. So I think it's just getting that discerning taste. I mean, introduce them to dark chocolate earlier instead of a candy bar or an M&M, or if it's an M&M, the dark chocolate M&Ms. Sure. So I, I find that that's my own personal opinion, but I think if you raise your kids on the on that taste, then they appreciate the difference. And, you know, that that is just um, the science behind dark chocolate. There's so many things out there on that, and I think it's, it's worth looking into as a parent. Also, candy bars with nuts. I mean, nuts can break up the stickiness of the candy bar, um, as well as breaking up some of the biofilm on the teeth. So um, some of these candy bars they've talked to in different articles are the payday candy bars, which, you know, a lot of people think those are sort of old school. That was what my daughter told me that was old fashioned, that people don't really eat those anymore, mom. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you about them. They are only five to six grams of, of sugar. Um, the kind bars are also something. The dark chocolate nuts and sea salt kind bars are really good. And homemade baked goods with monk fruit sweetener or coconut sugar, 
both of these sugar alternatives have a very low glycemic index and they're less damaging to the teeth and body than actual sugar. And so, you know, to my surprise, actually, as a mom with my mom hat on, they weren't nearly as difficult to swap out for sugar and recipes as I thought. And I can tell you, my kids never knew the difference and still don't when I substitute out the sugar when I'm baking or cooking with something and neither do their friends. So, you know, there's something to be said for that. There are, um, what's really frightening to me also as a mom and a dentist is what's allowed in candy, especially the candy that's intended for little kids, for children. These are the two most common and most harmful ingredients you should know about and absolutely ban them from your house. One of them is yellow number six. <clears throat> and yellow number six is the food dye, for instance, that makes the peeps yellow. Uh, it was actually found in studies to cause ADHD symptoms in children. So they had several studies done, and one analysis done by, by Harvard and Columbia universities confirmed that removing yellow number six from children's diets can relieve symptoms of ADHD. In the UK, this is really fascinating to me, that the food in the UK, the United Kingdom, foods that contained yellow number six, they actually come with a warning on the label overseas that says, quote unquote, may have an adverse effect on activity and attention in children. Wow. So some of the companies, like our big American companies, Kraft, you know, everybody knows Kraft. Some of these big companies like Kraft actually removed yellow number six in their mac and cheese so they did not want to put that label the warning label on the mac and cheese boxes so they just took out yellow number six from their mac and cheese product and then they didn't have to put the label the mandated label on the package cool. so that really speaks volumes for the truth that's behind these studies the second thing that most people more people are familiar with is high fructose corn syrup you know hf CS. We see these labels on a lot of things, but hopefully as time goes on, it's less and less and less that we're going to see this. High fructose corn syrup contains contaminants such as mercury that are not regulated or measured by the FDA. No, and, and then biologically, no digestion is required for the body to process this high fructose corn syrup. So it goes right to your liver and it triggers productions of fats like triglycerides, cholesterol, making it a major cause of liver damage in the United States. It also triggers and spikes insulin. It leads to metabolic changes that increase your appetite and weight gain. Oh my goodness, the list. Um, diabetes, heart disease, uh, cancer, and dementia. So, you know, for more information, I would highly recommend you study this. Um, there's a really neat article from Dr. Hyman, and it's called Five Reasons High Fructose Corn Syrup Will Kill You. That's a really interesting link, and I'll actually yeah. put that on our website for listeners that are driving and don't have the ability to write that down. So those are just two things that I think are interesting to know. We'll have more coming up. It's Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry on News Talk 94. Welcome back to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY with Dr. Tanya DeSanto and the Prairie Dental Group. On this Easter weekend, we're talking a little bit about sugar and, you know, making sure that uh, you take care of your teeth and some alternatives that uh, can still be sweet but not hard on your teeth. Yes. And so, like, I just have to come into the second half of the show as not the bad guy. So I'm going to go back to... Um, 
talking about dark chocolate for a minute. So one thing that I do for my kids is we do hollow dark chocolates. So you look at the Easter bunnies and they're actually hollow. So everyone still gets a chocolate fix, but it's, you know, the recent studies show there's this potential strong correlation between dark chocolate and its ability to ward off decay and cavities cause that, you know, cause all this issue. Um, it, it wards off the problem causing plaque. Sure. So if you select a hollow bunny instead of like the solid bunnies, you even cut the calories and you still get your little taste of chocolate. So that's just this little quirky thing that yeah. we've always done at home. And, so. and the antioxidants too, you know, I mean, obviously you don't worry about that for kids, but as you get older, you yes. know, the dark chocolate has a lot of that, much like red wine and some other properties yeah. you know, that, 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 you know, help. And then, you know, when your hollow chocolate bunny is out of season and Easter's over and you don't have your hollow chocolate bunny anymore, we get the, um, the little tiny Hershey square candies they're like little nuggets special dark yeah yeah and yeah, then you can good. just get a little bag of those and it's just a little tiny piece of dark chocolate or you can get the little tiny dove individual wrapped yep, chocolates those are good too so that's two ways to keep like dark chocolate on hand and you know if you want a little sweet something after dinner or some night if you have some of those I don't think dark chocolate to be something you can keep eating either like if yeah. you have a piece you're kind of done and it fills the niche so those are kind of good to have around so um, you know, choosing better sweets for your smile uh, makes great checkups, great oral health, proper brushing and flossing, regular visits to your dentist are all good things. So, you know, I'm not a big fan of lots, a lot of things about Easter, but it's it's not like I'm, you know, anti-Easter. So because I had moments like that where my kids thought that. So I think they've grown to realize what I'm really trying, the message I'm really trying to get across. So I really want to focus on, you know, good things as well as like, you know, the harmful things just for an educational aspect. And, and you know, I, I have a whole list of um, like a little blog. And in my little blog, it talks about the good things about Easter. Like, what do you put in your kid's Easter basket tomorrow morning? Basically, you don't have to fill it with candy. My kids get a little bit of dark chocolate, but they get fun things too, depending on the age that they're at. I mean, you know, one of my kids that plays outside, he, he wants sidewalk chalk. He wants, um, you know, board books. These are things like water guns, water balloons. He's a big water kid. Um, you know, spring break sometimes is around Easter, so they can have beach type things in their Easter basket. If you're away on vacation for spring break, you know, water, water balloons, frisbees, beach towels, sunglasses, flip flops, all these things make fun Easter baskets. And, you know, the artsy kid can have lots of different things, notepads and stamps and stickers and markers, fun colored paper. Yeah. You know, kids love stickers. So the little girl, oh my goodness, that's endless with hair accessories and um, a small purse and little lip glosses, lots of different things like that. So, um, you know, the gardening tools, the vegetable seeds, the bug catching box. I'm just trying to think of all the different things, you know, the travel games and puzzles, bubble baths. There's just so many little things. We have a blog of 50 that we um, have a little Easter link on our website. So there's a lot of things that you can work towards with an Easter basket that's not focused on candy. So that's that's super fun. And then, Chris, you were talking about your Easter egg hunt that you're going to do, and it reminded yep. me of another topic to talk about, and that's our Easter egg hunt. So we have little traditions in our family where we color Easter eggs every Friday night, which we did last night, and that's why my hands are purple, oh, by the I way. Oh, I see that. That was nice. <laughs> They're getting better. Uh -huh. um, 
so we have all these really fun color Easter eggs in our house. Um, 36 of them, to be exact. Oh, nice. So, uh, there's so many Easter eggs. So we have very strange colored egg salad in our house throughout the week. And um, we, our Easter egg hunter, real eggs. We use our real eggs that we color. Mm-hmm. We don't buy the candy, buy the eggs that you take apart and fill with candy. Right. So we use actually the real eggs. So the down part about this is you really do have to find all the eggs. You can't leave the, oh, the egg yeah. in your house. We've had that too. Or where's oh, yeah. the real egg that's missing for yeah. a week then so all of a sudden you follow your nose <laughs> yes you've got to be able to find them so so those are all really fun ways to incorporate all the easter fun in a very healthy way um you know think about outside the box you know don't let the aisles at the walmarts and the targets don't let those steer you into just taking a bunch of candy and filling a basket and calling it a day just put a tiny bit of thought into it if we can help you know with our blog and help you with ideas and different things um easy to do there's you know know your child and know who you're buying for and and try to come up with creative ways to engage an activity or a hobby um that's not candy related and i have to say as the dentist you know sticking you know toothbrushes all around the easter basket it's so fun they love it different colored toothbrushes they love it it makes brushing fun gives them choices and options and it serves as this little gentle reminder that when they're done eating all the candy that they should be brushing their teeth so um that's my take-home message to everybody so terrific (laughs) (laughs) well a lot of good advice there you know on on things you can do to put in so it's not so much candy and like i love what you had to say about dark chocolate about get them used to it right away that way it uh, isn't as bitter to and adults too i mean just try a little bit here in there instead of having your chocolate if you make if you're a baker bake dark chocolate chocolate chip cookies just start out with dark chocolate in things and it's like your taste buds grow used to that and you you appreciate it more and it's just tastes better all right terrific prairie dental group is where you want to go what's the number real quick 5217-546-0412. Thank you, Dr. Tanya. Let's talk guns next. Happy Easter. News you can depend.